Coming up. It's just not what it used to be. And they're, they're, these places are dying. I yeah, mean, they're not making money. They're not... And I kind of think it's a kind of a good thing. Everything is slowing down. Even the camera show. I do think... Mm, I, I think do. I think it is. It's Tuesday, 23rd of Jan. This is Graeme Smith. Hello and welcome along to Outcast UK. Our second episode of 2024. And Liam McDonald is back on the show. He is the controversial LGBTQ plus artist who has done a lot of artwork in the UK and in the US around the darker side of the queer scene. Yes, we're talking chemsex. He is opinionated and he's always getting himself into trouble. He's been cancelled several times, but I have a soft spot for him. And he's actually, he's a different Liam McDonald to the one that first came on the show. Anyway, he's back on the show today with his take on Gypsy Ray, the story that has got the gays gripped. Uh, and the twink who got filled in the Senate, another story. Another story that got the gays gripped. Also, I think maybe the name of my new album. Uh, today as well, Are We Past Pete Chemsex? That is all coming up on my chat with Liam McDonald, which is on the way in a couple of minutes. After a check on today's biggest LGBTQ plus news stories, here's Kev McGrath from Pride Daily. Hi there, it's Pride Daily for Tuesday. Now, this podcast's not usually the place you'd hear about the latest Will Ferrell film, but the actor's made a documentary about his friend of 30 years, Harper Steele, who came out as a trans woman in 2022. They go on a road trip across America, and we see the pair trying to navigate this new stage in the relationship. They met in the 90s when they were working on the American comedy show Saturday Night Live. Will and Harper have been talking to The Hollywood Reporter and he explains why he wanted to make the documentary. For me to learn, uh, ask all the questions that I have, who you are, have you changed? And I think we eventually landed on the same square that maybe it would be something that people would watch and it would just give them a different perspective or just show off the fact that two people can have a conversation about this. The movie's just had its premiere at the Sundance Film Festival in Utah in the US. Harper also says it tells the story of a cis friend of a trans person who has to transition himself. This fears the fight against HIV in Uganda might be undermined by the country's Anti-Homosexuality Act. Death rates have fallen by 90% between 1990 and 2019, but now having same-sex relationships while living with the virus comes with the threat of the death penalty. The act, one of the harshest anti-LGBTQ laws in the world, was brought in last year. It's led to concerns of a renewed HIV epidemic because queer people will be too scared to get medical treatment. And Spain has its first out LGBTQ matador. Mario Alcaldi says he's pansexual, he falls in love with the interior and doesn't care about gender. The 31-year-old from Madrid also works as a baggage handler at the city's airport. He hopes to make bullfighting more accepted by queer people who, he says, are all opposed to it. Outspoken. Outrageous. Outcast UK. Uh, Liam Stoney McDonald is here again. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. How's um, uh, how's it been? How's things been? Last time I seen you was at our live episode at the London Podcast Festival, King's Place, in September. How has how's everything been since then? It's been all right, thank you. I've just been chilling. Mm-hmm. Time to myself. I've not done anything crazy. I've not said anything crazy. I've not upset anyone, which is great. Why? Just because I'm keeping my mouth shut. And it's been good. Are you in one of them periods now where you're kind of being quiet for a bit? Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, stepping back. What do they what do they see? What do they call it? Uh, 
reflecting. Reflecting. Yeah. You but yeah, that. I'm just I'm just chilling. Um, just yeah, painting in quietness, smoking mm-hmm. weed in quietness, mm-hmm. just being on my own. Some. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the sort of thing I, um, I would do by choice for a yeah. bit. Just, you know, just yeah, just chilling. All the time. Sometimes you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any news art-wise? Any news in terms of like? Not really. I released my. I think we spoke about it before. My last series of mm-hmm. like the. Oh, I was just starting the the paintings. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, was the vintage America love. Um, yeah, painted, sold, successful, mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. So now I'm just drawing and painting mm-hmm. new stuff and just building like a mood board and I don't I don't come up with ideas I just paint for maybe maybe five months and then I kind of see a pattern mm-hmm. and then I kind of build up from there yeah how long does it take to sort of 12 months so it's a twist yeah it's like bringing out an album isn't it? yeah Maybe pretty it fucking much yeah an expensive fucking album mm. yeah so what half the year spent getting it done and then towards the end of that period you're sort of putting work out there and trying to get it sold I mean how's it how if, for people who don't know explain what your your niche is and your audience and like in terms of queer art so not everyone's been here since the very beginning yeah so actually do, do you mean like people that buy the work yeah, or, or, so or actually well. weirdly um it's not all gay men that buy my work I don't have a lot of collectors people that will buy my work and then resell it that's how it works I'm not somebody my work isn't for someone's living room you know it's more of a collector's piece um and or if people invest in me so if they say to me I'll give you 20k at the beginning of the year to buy your supplies I get two paintings or one painting okay uh, and then they will sell that painting for maybe 30 to whatever k so mm-hmm. it's like a, they get more money back by reselling the paintings right so it's like those little things yeah the the um the audience for your work and your your audience in general like at the live show I was able to put a face to it a little bit because you did have like a uh what would I can't them? wait to hear you say this. I, tell me. You had a like a clientele that turned up. <laughs> and um, are, you, are you trying to like white middle class gay men? Yeah, no, that's exactly what they are. Yeah. That's, like, that, yeah. that's and I, there was no surprise there. But I tried to open the um, the live thing with like a, fuck the Tories, and I looked at the faces of some of them, and they were just like, no, let's not yeah. fuck the Tories. Like they're my, my face dropped when you said that. My face dropped. I looked at them. I was like, I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. He's, he's, he's from Liverpool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it'd be gone in an hour. It'd be fine. <laughs> Just sit through it. But then, what I what I really noticed about um, about them was they really open up when it comes to. So they were they were they were listening very intently to you, to us talking about your work um, to the chat there, um, and then when we got to the sex toys, those guys were game. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course they are. They're, they're wild. Them down. I, I actually love them. Like a lot, a lot of them buy my work. That's who they were. Yeah, um, they seem like lovely people. Yeah, but they are probably conservative just by the reaction. Well, extraordinarily. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, one of them actually recently got a, a, a portrait made of Margaret Thatcher for their uh, bedroom, <laughs> like a painting. By not by you. Not by me. No. no oh no. right. I can't paint real realistic stuff <laughs> um fuck that uh but yeah like really uh tory but yeah no they're very fun and quite wild mm-hmm. and yeah good good people very good people yeah and f- yeah majority of my friends are uh conservatives and i think there's a really uh people a lot of people uh judge and think they're not going to be nice and actually they're the best people my, like my friends like mm-hmm. they're the best yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you keep the um the rich 
collector types on side. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Because they're fangirls. They're my fangirls, but they also need me as much as I need them. Yeah. I'm the one that's bringing them the money. And let's, let's yeah, keep, no, let's, you explain let's, it now, yeah. In the pyramid yeah. scheme of art. That's what <laughs> yeah. it sounds like. So what we've been doing on the show for a bit recently is people have been coming in with different stories that have been going on in like the kind of like LGBTQ plus queer news agenda. Um, the handy thing about that is it just gives us stuff to continuously talk about instead of me going back and going, chemsex, what about chemsex, eh? And everyone's like, yeah, we get it, Graham. Whilst I have a quick wank in the corner, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it has always been a um, for you, but for me, it's a, a historical problem. <laughs> for you, for me, it's uh. Well, you used to paint. You used, some of your earlier, most famous work is chemsex parties with fucked up things going on, mm-hmm. like the guy that was being one of the first stories you ever told me that you painted a guy that was slammed up high on drugs being supposedly posed up yeah the toothbrush did I was that the story I told you oh no no oh. okay I don't know which one you want about then so which, I, I just remember you telling me like he's a beautiful boy like something oh for, yeah yeah a, a, a Greek god oh yeah and he's like yeah I just wanted like posing up oh yeah he was like 21 like a real like very pretty I remember yeah mm-hmm. that was in Chicago yes yes I remember yes. yeah what's the toothbrush thing there's, I don't want. Let's not. It's this. It's gross. I'm trying to. Is I'm it to, trying to like to huh? get blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't get that. Yeah. It's well. You you get. You, uh, I guess. I, I'm assuming that you, you you attract HIV quicker that way. Well, yeah, because you'd break anything where you where blood comes out. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. Like I I remember hearing about someone using a toilet brush. Yeah. Like just some of this stuff is just fucked up, but yeah, some so some of your work. It comes from, and some of your inspiration comes from witnessing the dark and, side. Yeah, of the witnessing scene. and participating and being <clears throat> involved in. Yeah, yeah. Were you there as a? I'm always wondering what you were that. Were you there just just purely for to observation purposes? Because people must have been like, "Well, he's just here to paint." Yeah, whatever. And or, or no, you, I used to fuck as well. Yeah. Um, but sex was always inspired me like I'll, I'll get really horny and start having sex and I'll just want to draw like it's like finishing really? off it's like wanting to come yeah um, especially if like I don't know if if, it's, if I'm in a scenario that looks real fucking out of this world not in like a amazing way but like Narnia like a lot of people don't witness these sort of scenarios yeah. I think fuck I need I to capture this, this. I'm, I'm in I'm a need to get this like and it runs through me like I need, I need to and I like I need to get it done yeah so at that point, would you be like, I'll, I'll be right back, I'm just going to fetch yeah. an easel? I always, yeah. <laughs> well, I always bring a little charcoal and paper. Is that right? Yeah, my little drawings, yeah. It's only A4, and it's just quick outlines, just all outlines. Mm-hmm. It's just f- to then go on to bigger um, yeah. um, paintings, yeah. So you just take a quick sketch of it. Hmm. Um, so I want you to talk to me about, we've got two things we're going to chat about with you today. One of them is the, the story of the last, I'm going to say the last six months, with the gays Gypsy Rose and you're a huge fan I, and, I and love that queen well tell me tell me what's going on because you know what I'm like sometimes stories pass me by and I refuse to get involved with them but you're I, you keep on posting stuff about Gypsy Rose yeah I love Gypsy Rose I think uh, a, a child to go through uh, child abuse and to have no tools in life to, to know where to go to, 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 to like to get help mm-hmm. I think she did the only thing that she could do which was kill her mother yeah well she physically didn't kill her mum yeah. her partner did uh, Gypsy Rose has gr- has always grown up being told that she's been very very <coughs> ill too ill to walk too ill to eat 
you know, she's had to go through painful things by getting her tooth teeth pulled out by her mum, injections, medication upon medication upon medication, very, very drugged Mm -hmm. as a child, Mm -hmm. Um, and then put into a wheelchair because she was told she couldn't walk, and uh, kind of grew up becoming a somebody that was already in the limelight because her mother would get massive gifts like mm-hmm. she got a house they were taken to Disneyland they were meeting celebrities because obviously Gypsy Rose was seen as being really ill so you message the people and go oh my sick daughter wants to blah 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 and they go ah oh, right yeah, yeah we'll it's more like a, I think it's a wish child is what they call them yeah when they basically you know someone some like someone that's doesn't have long to live they kind of have a wish list yeah and they, people try and make it happen for mm-hmm. them um which is actually an astonishing thing. So you can imagine the outrage when it turned out that she actually wasn't ill. Yeah. Um, and that's and called Munchausen by proxy, isn't it? That's the one, yes. Um, and her mother uh, was making a lot of money. And uh, when Gypsy Rose kind of grew older, she kind of realised actually she wanted to live like a normal teenager girl, as you would. We're all reckless as teenagers. We all do things we shouldn't do. That doesn't mean go around killing your mum, but like, I no. mean, but we, we, you know, we, we experiment, we, whatever. So she was just going through that phase where she just wanted to go out and drink, even for her, it was to go out and drink a can of Coke, which she was never allowed because she was told it would kill her because it was too much sugar. Um, so it's just small things like that, like these things that we were doing as children, like she just never had the chance to do. So when she got to that age where she was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do it, she realised she could actually walk, she could actually drink, she could actually... And then she met someone online that she would speak to at night time. And then he was a psychopath, an actual psychopath. And they collectively came together and said, why don't we kill your mum? And they did. Well, he did. He came round, broke into the house and stabbed his mum multiple times in her sleep and then they had sex in the, ne- the room after and then they went on a running spree okay so they, they just disappeared and fled the state or yes and at that time which is one thing that's really cool no one knew that Gypsy Rose was not ill so it never broke out into the media so when her first court case came on you saw Gypsy Rose walk into the court case right and everyone's mouth dropped because we were so used to her being in a wheelchair and we're like, she couldn't fucking walk. And then she was speaking and then people started to realise that actually, yeah, she ran away because she could actually run. I mean, she's on every Everything. every podcast, every morning breakfast TV. She's now doing a, net, a series with Netflix. Mm-hmm. She's uh, doing a series with the BBC. Um, she's being flown to London to do all these... Inter- I mean, she's doing everything. Mm-hmm. So I guess a bit like her wish wish child if she wants something she's going to get yeah. it since coming out of prison um, within six days she gained seven million followers oh wow yeah I did see that yeah That's insane. I mean it went wild why do the gays love her so much because she's a queen mm-hmm. I guess she just has the energy it's like prison on the Wednesday red carpet on the Thursday <laughs> I'm here for it I, I killed mean, my mum and now I'm getting free stuff off Taylor right. Swift but you know what people always say like why are we idolising a somewhat murderer why are we idolising a criminal and there's yeah. so much truth in that yeah. and some people find it really fucked up and like really dodgy and people do not like up. Gypsy Rose I mean there are there's a huge amount of people that think this is really fucking weird and it is but realistically if you think about it some of the most viewed documentaries in the world are about serial killers. True crimes. We've always had an obsession yeah. with murderers and killers, and 
um, and stuff like that. And normally, when someone goes into prison with a high-profile case, because Gypsy Rose already was famous before she went to prison. Because like, she'd just been the wish child. Okay, yeah. Yes. So she was always in the limelight. And it's very rare, someone that goes into prison with a high-profile um, case, that they actually come out alive. Mm-hmm. And if they do come out alive, their identity's changed. So in my lifetime, this is the first proper someone that's really famous already mm-hmm. coming out and still being who she was when she walked in, mm-hmm. Gypsy Rose. Um, but it was all very pre-planned. Like, they knew this. The courts knew this. Her management team knew this. They moved her to a safer prison the last few months because they wanted her out because she knew she was going to be a massive moneymaker, mm-hmm. which she is. Um, but that's why I think people are obsessed with her because we don't really get... We don't we, Normally, we're watching documentaries because it's in the past. We're actually seeing it and, you know, we're in seeing real time. in real time, yeah. Why do you like her so much? I think she's... I, I'll tell you why I like her yeah. because, actually, she's very intelligent. Um, her interviews that she's done she's taken accountability and she's really really her words are quite powerful like she's she's, right. she's really she's really ex- inspiring people and I think yeah fuck it if why not yeah kill your mum if she's fucked up and there's no tools I don't, I don't think I don't think Gypsy Rose had, had was given the right tools in life no she was never given the path she would have never have known there was going to be help out there all she known was that she was not allowed to walk. She was not allowed to drink. Yeah. She has, I mean, the amount of operations she's had for no fucking reason. Yeah. All these doctors that just, and they caught up, but they kept moving and moving and moving. So I think, what else was she meant to fucking do? Knock on her neighbor's door and go, do you want to put the kettle on, love? Got yeah. something to tell you. Yeah, the yeah. Fuck? She's got no friends. <clears throat> no friend, nothing. nothing. Um, with you, with that, is, the, is it the mum thing that hooks you in? It does, yeah. <laughs> mm, I wonder what. So, yeah, it is. It's the mum part. Uh, for somebody who's just joined the show, um, Liam has been on many times, and you made as well as you know graphic. Dis- um, what do we say? Graphic is uh, your depictions of the camp sex scene in your art graphic, yeah, probably. Yeah. As well as that, also you're f- quite famous here and in the states um, because of the work you did to do it. Your mum, yeah, and your mum um, was. Um, a really bad alcoholic when you were a kid. Yeah, and you still were, is. Still is. Yeah. Suffers an array of problems and you were quite badly neglected. Yeah, well, I, I, I was neglect, neglected, but I also had support around me. Like, I had my nan and my older sister. Yeah. But in, in the way you look at parenting, it would mm-hmm. it would be... There are certain things that happened in my childhood that would, people would look and think, yeah, that's neglect. Um, but yeah, my mother has always had problems and still to this day, uh, like psychosis, um thinking people are following her yeah. people in the attic uh, yeah. doesn't recognise who I am just is little things that what you're like, up to now? it goes in and out of it so actually right. my, my, my you know it goes in and out of it like when she's in a, in a psychosis episode it's really fucking bizarre right. and actually uh, we did our live talk and uh, my nan rang me and said something's wrong with mum so I go home uh Mum is in the living room with a rolling pin in her hand, screaming my sister's name, Rosie, thinking my sister was chasing my mum round the house. Was your sister there? No. All right. My sister was in Kent. Right. And so my mum my was like, she's in the fucking attic, she's in the fucking, just all these crazy, just... So, yeah, these sort of things. This like, was yeah. on the day of our live show, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. The second I finished our live show, I went home to that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you knew stuff was up before we did the show, didn't you? Yeah, well, I got you told that morning. Yeah. No one actually, my nan actually never told me. My nan, 
Manan said it's been happening for a while. Now it's getting violent. Uh, Mum is seeing things and hearing things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So I went I went home knowing that. I did the live show and I was like, okay, I've just got a man up, get over and done with. I was a fucking mess that day. I was like, what the fuck? Because I, I, I knew I was gonna walk I was I knew I was gonna walk into something. What, with us or in terms of getting home? No, getting home. home yeah. Um and when I got home, it was terrifying. I sat on my mum's sofa and my mum I started crry. Mm-hmm. And then my mum started looking at the corner of the room, saying, You're making him fucking cry now, you're make I'm thinking, who the fuck is this woman mm-hmm. talking to? Like, it's, it was so out of this world. I've never experienced it in my life, like, ever. This is the first time I've ever known my mum to be, like... Psychotic. Psychotic, right? yeah. Um, we actually took my mum to A&E in the end. Mm. And she was in A&E for 12 hours uh, in a prolonged hallucination. And actually, my mum gathered her thoughts... Uh, before I actually went to any, she gathered her thoughts. The ambulance men came. They were really, really late. Took hours. And that's the way it is at the moment, yeah. <clears throat> um, and they knocked on my mum's door. It was pitch black outside. I answered it. And then my mum said, I don't think anything's up with me, but if my children say there is, then there is. Like, she took responsibility. Okay. And I said, yeah, you're hearing and seeing things. Um, and for the first time in mine and my sister's life ever... My mum asked for help, and in A and E, she said, "Please don't release me." And they did. They sent her home in a psychotic state. Um, so we had to deal with that. Like the first time, we've always been told growing up, we can't take your mum in until she agrees to. Yeah. And the first time she agrees to, they sent her home, and it was really hard, really, yeah. really hard. Yeah. Um, and then she started to leave the house at three a.m., banging on people's doors. Um, and yeah, and then that yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. So yeah, the man part of Gypsy Rose I relate to. Yeah, for for certain reasons. Yeah. Okay. On the subject of American people in the news, Gypsy Rose was one, and then the gays were also loving. Um, the guy who when you messaged me the other day and he said, "I want to talk about the twink that got filled in Biden's chair." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so much about that is it sounds so right as a comment, but it's completely factually incorrect. Yeah, well, so, it's not it's not incorrect. He got bummed. He got bummed, but not in Biden's chair. Yeah, but it's where Biden sits around now, doesn't he? Biden's in the White House, and this is the Senate. So it's yeah, American government related. It's yeah, like yeah, Parliament. Yeah, yeah. He got bummed in a political space. He did, he got bummed in a political space. And I loved every moment of it. But people have been really horrible about him. And I thought that was a bit shady. I I don't think it is shady, hear me out. Oh, he's he's only got filled in a a public building. Yeah, he's... He got his hole out and he got bummed. He did get that. That's the, the the. It's hot. I tried to wank over it. It was a short video. Couldn't finish. Is the longer video available anywhere else? I, I have searched and searched. You can't find I it. I can't find it. But I want to know. I'll tell you one thing. The reason why it got leaked is because there's a gay porn WhatsApp group of the demo- gay Democrat politicians. And that's how it got leaked. It got posted into that. So they'd be sharing their own videos. I want to be a part of that WhatsApp That group. is a danger wank, that, isn't it, though? Because I want to be a part of that WhatsApp group immediately. <laughs> so if anyone, anyone knows how to get into that, set me up, because I want to do some bumming in the Senate. Politics <laughs> is all about having... Well, it's not. It's, it's about doing the right thing. But in reality, politics is about having compromising information on other people. So I, what I don't understand is how somebody would be like, well, I'm just going to submit um, a video of me showing my whole off again. 
getting filled yeah. on a um, on a WhatsApp group because all of them people are then going to save it and then use it against you or have it there as leverage. He's being filled on cam in a, in a in a in a committee room. Where, what does this say about like we we're laughing about this and we kind of borderline love it and um but what is it about the gays and just taking like exceptional like risks like that oh i love it do you do you love it don't I you do, why yeah. i just i think it's hot i'll fuck anywhere i don't think there's a place i haven't fucked right? but well apart from the center but again but once, I, once i'm in that whatsapp group i would get a plane flight yeah um i think it's just hot i think we're very freely sexual aren't we mm -hmm. like we'll I mean, it's cruising, isn't it? That's what it is. It is, yeah. It's it is cruising. cruising. It's, it's either in, in, in the Senate toilet or it's in the chairs in, in the Senate in the, room, you yeah. know? And then getting your hole out. And you get your hole out, which... I think it's hot. He's cute as well. He's cute. Um, I think he's hot. I would... I'd bum him. And tw twinks are kind of, like, demanding. Like, if they want to be bummed, you know... Yeah, they can get that. Yeah, yeah. bum him, yeah. You've got a bummer. Yeah. It's the law. And it's if it the isn't, law. we'll pass one. It's gay law. So what do and you mean about we want to fuck everywhere? Because I feel like when I was when I was younger, I used to do more like that than I do my age now. And I don't know at what point that stopped being that exciting to me. Because wow. when I was in my 20s, early 30s, they had sex anywhere. In a car. In a thing. In a field. In a lift. In a yeah. bog. Like, but why Why am I not interested in that anymore? And why Why is it such... Why is it, why is it dynamite for the gays? I don't. For, I, I don't know about you, but I, for me, I actually two days ago had sex in the car. Yeah, I didn't have. But freezing though. Yeah, I don't it's care. Freezing. The issue with me, I it's don't a like people. For me being cold. I don't like travelling because I'm lazy. Okay. I don't like people being in my bedroom. Okay. So, so I. So you're one of them ones that will meet in your car around the corner. Yeah. I'll, just I'll, old school. And it's like in and out. Like I don't. I don't want to talk. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to know your name. Yeah. I'm just here to just unload and just to leave and to never see you again. That's how romantic I am. So many, people, so many people are like that, though. Is the glory hole your perfect place? I, I'm a bit off of glory holes. Oh, you, you need to see what... I do need a little view on what's on the end of my dick. What if it's just a, just a hole? No. Not for you. Because you're a top, aren't you? I'm mostly top, yeah. Mostly top. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes I bottom, but I, I don't bottom like... You don't. You wouldn't put it first on the list of preferences. I'm not going to put it first on reference. Yeah, Occasional on bottom. Occasional bottom. Yeah. If it's in my bedroom and we're and I know you and we're chilling, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not. I'm such a fucking liar. I have been in a sling before, a hard on, but I mean that's just once a month. So you've been you've, <laughs> you've been in the sling at hard on. So you've been a you, bottom in the sling at hard on. I have. I have buried my once. I just wanted to try it out. You know. Yeah. It's it's overrated. Yeah. It is overrated. Yeah. Because if you're, if you, there's someone that gets in the sling or something like that. Yeah. Then you can't control the attention that you get. Yeah. You just. And that's if you get any, because I watched oh, one person be in the sling, right? And just everyone was just walking past, like, showing them attention. And I thought that could never be me. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that'd be uh, awful. Well, was he, was he unattractive? Felt, pardon? Yeah, uh, here's my issue, Graham. You've already said I bummed him, but yeah, yeah, he was unattractive. Uh, but yeah, yeah Look, you're experience based, aren't you, with the sounds of it sometimes? Yeah, but here's, yeah, I've, I've, I don't like. Do you know what? Fuck it. Everyone that goes to a sauna, everyone that goes to a sex club, everyone that goes to things are actually really fucking insecure. Mm -hmm. They just are. We all are. And there's nothing worse going to these places and no one finding you attractive. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. Yeah. So if I see someone that's like my age and no one's really showing them attention, yeah, I'm that guy to go up to them and, and, yeah. 
have sex with them, yeah. Because I think that it, it, it's, it's, who the fuck am I to turn someone down? I'm in a fucking sex club. Like, if you, you, if you think you're high and fucking mighty, you're fucking not. You're in a dirty fucking grungy yeah. sex club. Are you situational then? Because it sounds like you are. Some people are based on like, oh, I want to fuck such and such a person. And then it's going to be like, listen, some people are kind of like situational and situations and experiences are what turns them on. I can understand when people are like, oh, yeah, I wanted to be in a sling at a sex club because that's that's an experience, isn't right, it? Right, right, yeah. It's the full experience. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Fuck yeah. So you're yeah. a situational, experiential... I've slowed down, like, mad loads. Yeah. Like, I... Because the weather's a bit cold. Because, yeah, this week I've, you know, this week has been dead for me. Yeah. No, but on a real note, like, I have slowed down. Uh-huh. Um, I've probably hooked up maybe three times this month, but like normally, normally I'm, I'm like in the sex club. Well, before years, you know, I told you when I was a student in the sex mm. club, pretty much every fucking night, I was like hardcore about it. I, I just know, don't think like... it's in at the moment. I don't think people are enjoying going to these They're sex not places anymore. and stuff. No, I think it, the world is ch- the gays are changing. Mm. Thanks to my artwork, of course, of course. But the, the, you know, it's not it's not this hyped thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Every time I go, I always see the same fucking people. Yeah. yeah. Have an early night. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Have a wank. Have a wank. Yeah, sometimes that's great. Have, a, have five minutes to yourself. Like, yeah. you don't have to be like... A little night into yourself. Yeah. That can be just as enjoyable. Treat yourself, put a butt plug in. All and, of that. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah, just but standing... Glass of wine. Yeah. Standing in these places all fucking day and all night, it's, it's just... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just not what it used to be, and they're, they're, these places are dying. I yeah, mean, they're not making money. They're not, and I kind of think that's a kind of a good thing. Where do you think it's moving? I mean, the easy answer to that is it's all going on grinder, and everyone's doing camp section. I think that is increasing, but I don't think people are necessarily going. Oh, uh, I'm not going to the sauna because I'm going um, yeah. taking um, I'm taking drugs, meeting people on grinder. It's really complicated. I don't know where it's all going. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I think, I think. Collectively, everything is slowing down. Even the campsite, I do think. Mm, I, I think do. I think it is. Um, I think more people are wanting to try it. Yeah. Because of my whole prep opinion. Uh-huh. Um, I think, and once you try it, you're hooked. That's my thing. That that is my thing. It's very Moorish. Um, so it's pointless to try it. Just don't. Um, but yeah, I don't know where it's moving to. Hmm. When when was well, when was peak chem sex? Because I have an opinion on this. But I think peak chem sex um, may come back. May come back big. Yeah, we but there was peak chem sex, and it was 2015, I think. Okay, really? Maybe. I remember they maybe. didn't they call it a pandemic. <clears throat> chem sex pandemic. Yeah, did it? Didn't they? Oh no, a phenomenon. What's it called? But we're talking like we're moving over to like eight years ago or something when it was. Of this new thing. It blew up. Yeah, but they're calling it something. It might not have been a pandemic, uh-huh. but it was like a. Camsex phenomenon or yeah. something like that in the game. It was like a big thing. But you would you would you would know people that had bad issues more yeah. at that point. Yeah. Whereas now, I don't know if it's because I'm less in circulation. I think post COVID, all of us are in. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm not as involved in, in anything yeah, anymore yeah. as I yeah. was beforehand. So I feel like that the peak camsex was when you were probably doing your artwork about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in America, it's big. Yeah. Uh, people don't think it's as, as big as it is, but it is. America is big. Funny, isn't it? Because, like you were saying before, don't get involved, don't do it, because um, it's hard to stop. Yeah. And, like, it, if you're someone that's ever had that as an issue, oh, it's really hard to get rid of it. It's, yeah. That's why I say it's Moorish. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's always there, at the back of your mind. I think... And people aren't honest about it, you know? People aren't honest about it, 
you know, people kind of just... Because it's like a functioning alcoholic. Mm-hmm. You can live your fucking life normally, but still be addicted to, to chemsex. It's still... And, Chemsex is rough. I mean, it's not mm. just doing a few lines of cocaine, mm-hmm. going, having clubbing, and hooking Staying up with a nice guy. Days. It's, you know, it's putting your body through some some extremes, which, yeah, it's hot in the moment. And then you kind of come off the drug, you look back, you see, yeah, that was hot, but fuck me. Like, mm. I'm so I fucking have, tired. I could have just gone to the bar, found a really hot guy with a massive dick, and just had nice sex. Yeah, but I think maybe <laughs> maybe people are moving back towards the idea of just having nice sex. I think because so. you actually can't I hope be so. nice sex. And I think that like as somebody that's had a chem sex issue, and then now I realise now that I'm having better sex than I was before. Then it's when you have the actual good sex, and yeah. you go, oh, I feel like I'm on drugs. Oh, maybe this is what. I was chasing all along and it's a meaningful connection and it's an honest and like enjoyable encounter with someone yeah but I'll tell you something Graham for me I don't know if it's psychological I don't know what's up with me but I have never like like ever ever been able to actually enjoy sex with a guy I genuinely like ever in fact my last my last Five relationships are broken up because of sex, because I just don't have sex with them. Right. And I think it's because of my chemsex past. I'm so... It's hard to get through, yeah. It's, uh, I'm so... That turns me on, where having sex with someone I like doesn't. But there are ways to, to make it better and to make it work. The thing that you have to do is invest in it. Yeah. I found that on like, my own journey, my relationship with Steve, I came from where I'd been to being with him, and he was like... Right, so we don't do that. Why don't we do this? And, put, and it sounds a bit mad, but such and such an afternoon, we're going to just have nice sex. Yeah. And I, honestly, when I was first told about it, I was like, oh, oh do we have to? I, think, you know, I, I only have sex when I'm on drugs. Um, and now I actually majorly prefer it. Oh, I do major. I'm not trying to do that to like be like. Yeah. Oh no, I'm so happy. But like, I do. Yeah. I do majorly prefer that. Obviously, there's very intense cravings go on. Of course. I I crave you know chocolate. It's a bit like that. A bit like chocolate. It's a bit like chocolate. Yeah. I, no, I'm going to stick with that. It it's, yeah. uh, it's a bit like a thing that you know is not good for you, but you but you want. It's like a, it's like a you know a British cup of tea. That's it, yeah. Something that we've told ourselves that we need, yes. but they just stain our teeth. Like, it's just... Yeah, uh, yeah. not like that. Um, so, any plans to um, get filled in any public buildings anytime soon? Anywhere that you're looking forward to have sex in 2024? Just to wrap uh, us up, seeing as we were talking about the, the twink being filled in the sand. I might pop into hard on... This month? This yeah. month. So We should go together, Graham. Do not turn me down on the radio, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm there. This this Sunday in the Gimp Mass. Yeah. Outcast live talk. <laughs> <laughs> this will be our first OB live. Yeah, live from Hard On, which is on every month, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I just think when it comes to like Hard On, I'm like so many sort of um, chemsex triggers in there. Right. Well, I'll see you there on um, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> right, nice one, Liam. We'll see you soon. See you Play Outcast UK on TikTok. And- Instagram. Just search Play Outcast UK.